Have you fallen down the cottage industry rabbit hole yet? Well, if not, buckle up, Alice, and click on over to the description in the show notes and sign up. Then you can get ready for the most fun induction into the cult of all things yarn and fiber. This will include, but not limited to, free yarn, free ebooks, patterns, coupons, and much more. You don't want to miss out. listening to Crime Coffee and Crafts, a podcast featuring two crafty besties who love true crime and a good cup of joe. Hey amateur sleuths, I'm Kristen and I'm Heidi. Welcome back. Welcome. I see new skulls. Oh, um so that is um artwork I purchased and then had nice. framed. Awesome. So it's not my work, but that's okay. But it's going to go up behind me, I hope. Supporting other art is always a good thing. Yeah, it's Oh, cool. It's really really neat. Ooh, like there are the five leaves. different um renderings and I they came from um like a medical book or old school encyclopedia Ooh. book nice so <laughs> awesome. i enjoy them <clears throat> love it yeah human anatomy by reinhold illustrated right. by reinhold and printed by another dude word sorry i'm not very good at it's okay. Credit where credit's due. We're working on it. Yeah, I'm working better at it. <laughs> trying. <laughs> She's trying. <clears throat> All right. So no new coffee this week. Let me see if my iPad will unlock this time. Hello, iPad. I'm just drinking my regular old Kirkland. I'm telling you. I'm going <clears> to <throat> throw this thing in two seconds. Oh, no. It's like stuck. Well, did you have a better week? You guys have been think. pretty busy with work. and I have been. He has not. Oh. It's too wet. Yeah. That stinks. It kind of ruins the tree business. But yes, I have been working, 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 working as much as I can, picking up classes and stuff. So we can get through the rest of winter because holy crap, it's cold. It's so cold. You guys are colder than us, but it's, I got to tell you, yesterday was freezing. <laughs> Kristen and I had training picture. For, oh, I was so miserable. <laughs> Snapped me a picture from training outside and all it said was freezing. <laughs> I couldn't feel it. Like even when I got home in the evening yesterday. I'm looking up I the temperature. I still couldn't feel my fingers and my toes. 
it took until I dunked myself in the hot tub to regulate. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you guys, does anybody use what the forecast app? Well, I used to, <laughs> but it got a little, a little I, crazy. So, and my kids, well, my kids, I like the, I like the. Um, but you can change the settings. So it's not. I know, but I like the. I know. Well, they should. They shouldn't be on your phone. <laughs> All right. You know, kids these days they snag them and take photos and go in things. You got to keep that shit on lock. So my what the forecast today says it's twenty four degrees. Mm. The stupid fucking angry date day ball is shining <laughs> up in the sky again such a stupid angry ball it's so dumb I'm like, it's can so I get great a, can i get a new one <laughs> it's oh, 33 man. here Yeesh. yeah it's just too cold right now to like go outside my my friend crimson would say uh that's it's warm weather. yeah <laughs> Yeah. Last time she's like, that's shorts weather. It's 40 below up here. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is why I do not live in Alaska. Okay. So um, we're on to part two of the scorecard killer. But before yes, we get into that, back. before we get into that, though, we have a missing persons case, of course. Underrepresented. Really? Just, just like open this, okay? Just open it. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Daniel Wayne uh, Cully, C-U-L-L-Y, 33 years old, nickname is Trevon L. Harjo, Arho, I don't know. That's, okay. That's a nickname that I have no, there's like no, <laughs> I have no idea how they got that from his real name, but hmm. whatever. Uh, he's five foot nine to five foot 10, 180 to 216 pounds, uh, enrolled with the Muscogee Creek nation last known location, Holdenville, Oklahoma, June 17th, 2022. So another recent one, I'm trying to get more recent cases right. just because there's a, a better chance that we're actually going to get some info. Yeah. Um, so he's last seen June 17th, 2022, around noon, near the south entrance of Lake Holdenville off State Highway 48, southeast of Holdenville, Oklahoma. He was wearing a light brown polo type shirt with white stripes, blue jeans, and black, white, and gold Nikes. Those sound cool as hell. They do um, sound very fancy. Yes. He had a change of clothes and could also be wearing a black and white Kenneth Cole shirt, black cargo shorts, and black shoes. He has black hair, brown eyes, tattoos. He has a tattoo on his stomach of a skull, a tattoo on his right arm of a warrior with feather, and a tattoo on the left arm that's a shield native ways. I'm guessing that's the wording. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. And that is all we've got. So Daniel Wayne Coley. If you know anything, 
the link is in the description. Direct link to his NAMIS. Okay, good. Okay. So last week we ended with these super smart kids giving the license plate info to the police Mm -hmm. of this black and white Ford Mustang. Right. And the police found out that it belonged to Randy Kraft. Naturally, the police needed to question the owner of the vehicle in question. Obviously. Obviously. And (laughs) yeah, that's exactly what they did. On May 19th, 1975, the police talked to Randy Kraft specifically about his involvement in Keith's abduction and subsequent murder. But Randy denied ever even meeting the two boys. Mm -hmm. Which is really dumb. And the police were like obviously not going to believe this bullshit like that's just complete crap um so they actually had him come to the station for further questioning Mm -hmm. that's never a good sign people yeah that means you fucked up typically 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 they have a lot of good good evidence against you yeah So Randy finally admitted he had persuaded two youths into drinking and taking Valium with him while he drove around. Two youths? Youths. Youths. Two youths. (laughs) Two youths. There were two youths. That's one of the best movies. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I watched it recently too. Okay. Yeah. It, It holds up. My cousin Penny. Just in case you don't know. Don't know. If you're if you live under a rock. If you're just younger than us, because we're old. Yeah, because we're old as dirt. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I will say, I know we're digressing, but I will say that is one of the best movies if you want to see an entire trial process. It goes through every step. So funny. It's a really, it's a really good movie. Okay. Okay. Yes, go ahead. Yep. I'm thinking about all the things now. Okay. So he says that he actually dropped Kent off back in the parking lot, taking Keith with him to a side road near the El Toro off ramp, where he claimed his car got stuck on an embankment. Mm. From here, his story is so stupid, so suspicious. Randy said he walked alone to a gas station to call a tow truck and that he left Keith in the car. He said, he says when he came back, Keith was just gone. Oh, he up and vanished. Yeah. Mm. So the part about his car getting stuck actually appeared to be true because his roommate corroborated the story. But Randy had, in fact, actually called him and stated that his car had gotten stuck. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Now we're just creating an alibi. Exactly. Like out of thin air. Yeah. The detective didn't believe the entire story though. Yes. They did attempt to file homicide charges against Randy a week later. But as you probably have noticed, they didn't really have enough enough evidence against him all they had was a couple of kids that saw him yeah that's it eyewitnesses eyewitnesses are not great yeah so that's a shame yep 
so the LA district attorney's office wouldn't do it because the coroner's COD was that Keith had died from accidental drowning. Keep in mind, remember, they only had his skull at this time. Right. They yeah. hadn't found the rest of his body yet. <clears throat> so Randy wouldn't actually kill again for a little while. Um, Try to keep off the radar. All of that said, though, I think that when he had lulls in our in his suspected killing, I really don't know that he stopped. I think he just picked up the right person right nobody was looking for if you don't know that happens all the time exactly yeah so when randy did kill again um at least as far as we know it was considered to be the worst of all of his murders Mm. and they're not sure why he didn't kill for so long But they do think that it could be that he was just having personal issues in his love life with Jeff Graves. Right. I'm really bad with (laughs) all of this names. I forget stuff two minutes later. Oh, and it's been a week since we did. (laughs) Oh, I just blame my grandma. I blame Alzheimer's. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my sister both. Or like it's Alzheimer's. I have <clears throat> I call it Halfheimer's. <laughs> I've yes. Yes. Halfheimers. Half-heimers. <laughs> so <clears throat> we're about to get into his worst one. So hold on to your eyelashes. Yeah. 22-year-old Mark Hall was kidnapped from San Juan Capistrano on December 31st, 1975. Oh, and like I said. <clears throat> Brace yourselves because this one is like extra, extra. Skip ahead if you need to. Uh, Randy drove Mark to a remote canyon, tied him to a tree, tortured him with his car cigarette lighter on his cheeks, nose, eyes, chest, and scrotum. Oh. The pain that must have caused. I mean, like the rest of it, yes, was painful, but like, oh my God. Talk about a sensitive spot. Uh, raped him, castrated him before shoving his castrated genitalia into his rectum. Oh, God. He's like a real fucking piece of trash. Um, Yikes. Lacerated him multiple times with a broken bottle. He was awake all this time. I am assuming... And finally asphyxiated him with leaves and dirt that he forced into Mark's mouth and down in his throat. Oh, and gosh. forensic forensic texts did resolve that this poor man was alive during most of this torture. So, Mark yeah. Hall, I fucking hope he's resting in peace. Like, this is just, I hope he's not stuck. I hope his spirit is like gone to like a very happy place. Yeah, that's a miserable death. I hope all murder victims go to a very yes. We uh, yeah. Let's preface that we we hope that everyone is at peace. But this is goodness gracious. Yeah. So as you may have figured, Randy's relationship with Jeff Graves actually came to an end sometime toward the end of 1975, possibly right before the last murder that we just talked about. Okay, so maybe he was taken out. Real fucking pissed off. Anger. Yeah. 
Now, shortly after the end of that relationship, Randy actually began dating a new Jeff. Oh, apparently he likes a Jeff. I, I think he was like trading him in for a younger model. Gotcha. Because this new Jeff, Selig, was 19 years old. And he was an apprentice baker. Just a baby. Apparently, they moved in together really fast because they ended up moving to Laguna Hills together. That's that's possible. Sounds swanky. I've never been there. The new Jeff and Randy had what I would call an open relationship, but they claimed Um, they were committed to each other. They would just, you know. They were committed to each other, but they were open to do what they wanted. Right. Which you do you. Mm, I do not share. No. 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 Mm -mm. Now, let's see. It wasn't until December of 1976 that Randy would strike again. Mm. That's a long time. It is. Maybe he was in a happy place for him they they think he was really happy with his new relationship um the only thing that makes it clear to investigators that he killed someone on december 10th 1976 is there was a name and i'm assuming the date possibly on his scorecard the name fuchs sorry it made me think of what's that show so dumb their last name is Fuchs. Yeah. Oh. It's such a know dumb what it show. Is. It's funny as shit. It's dumb as shit. Okay. Anyway. So the name Fuchs from the scorecard was connected to a 19-year-old Paul Joseph Fuchs. Paul's body was never found, unfortunately. And after his killing, the murders stopped for another 16 months. Oh, wow. As far as we know. Like yeah. if if they hadn't found his name on the scorecard, they would, they would have never even have known. known that this was a victim. Exactly. He was just missing. Wow. Never found. That's pretty fucked up. So in July of 1977, police apprehended one of the other two active serial killers in the area during this time. Oh, <laughs> so investigators knew for certain they had more than one killer they were dealing with. Um, yeah, Patrick Kearney, 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 I'm saying Kearney, confessed to the murders of 28 young men and boys. His method of killing was different in the way that he actually shot his victims and dissected them, leaving them on the side of freeways in trash bags. I thought it was a mannequin. Mm-hmm. Fuck trash bags on the side of the freeway. I always am like, there's a dead body in there. I do the same thing, but we all then I see the trash, trash workers. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're just cleaning up trash. Right. <laughs> um, and yes, Randy Kraft sometimes did dissect his victims, but he never, ever shot any of them. Right. He was more of a <clears throat> yes. statist. Patrick Kearney life. never tortured his victims. So they were very different. Right. Different MOs. Yeah. But liked boys and men. And around the same time, like good grief. Yeah. During the same period, three different serial killers in the same fucking area. Yeah. Yee. Mm-hmm. But it's 
California. So we have a it's a large state and there's a lot of serial killers out there. <laughs> <laughs> Our we claim go. to fame. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, yay. I fucked up. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> oh gosh. April 16th, 1978, Scott Michael Hughes was abducted by Randy. Scott was a Marine and he was only 18 years old. Oh, baby. Randy, as we know, loved to kill Marines and he loved younger men and teens. Mm -hmm. Scott was given Valium, I'm guessing enough to make him pass out. At least I really hope so. Uh, Because Randy, it's about to get gnarly again, sorry. Slit open his scrotum and removed one of his testicles. Jeez. I'm going to let that sink in for a second. Removed one testicle before using a ligature to strangle Scott to death. Scott's body was found fully clothed with only his shoelaces missing beside an Anaheim freeway on-ramp. So did he use the shoelaces to... This is what we do find out is he tends to use the shoelaces of the victim a lot. Gotcha. I mean... Yeah readily available exactly so randy was ramping up again on june 11th 1978 23 year old roland gerald young's body was found near a freeway in san diego roland had been castrated and then stabbed to death there were abrasions on his body that showed he had likely been pushed out of a fast-moving vehicle oh yeah I just like ugh. June 19th, 1978. So the same month, <laughs> a week later. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. The body of a young Marine named Richard Allen Keith was discovered next to a road. He was 20 years old. Richard was last seen in Carson by his girlfriend. He had welts on his wrists, indicative of being tied up, and he had signs of ligature strangulation. During autopsy, they found a frothy substance in Richard's throat that would indicate drowning. Oh. This was actually due to florazepam and alcohol that he had taken before he was strangled. Mm. So not only was he being strangled by ligature, but he was also drowning. Right. Like, what a fucking cause of death stripes and for anybody who's wondering florazepam was one of the first sleeping pills on the market so yeah it's a sedative would have knocked him out yeah um on randy craft's scorecard there was a line that said quote marine carson Mm. that is believed to be richard so he was probably like oh driving through carson and like Saw this Marine and just, hey, man, want to party? Want some alcohol? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> this next victim was initially alive when he was discovered, but died soon after arrival at the hospital. Oh. It was July 6th, 1978, when Randy Craft picked up a hitchhiker, 23-year-old Keith Arthur Klingbale. Klingbale? Klingbill was doing what a lot of young people did back then just hitchhiking everybody did it back then everybody did it in the 70s yeah it was like 
that was how you got around. Hell yeah. Unfortunately, he was picked up by a complete shitbag. And uh, <sighs> here's where I put in hitchhiking is dangerous, y'all. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. Apparently, Don't do it. yeah, it's not worth it. Well, there's a there's a joke that goes around that says, "Yeah, I picked up a hitchhiker one day, and he decided to ask me what what you know about what what if I was a serial killer?" And he goes, "Well, it's unlikely there's two of us in the car." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, exactly. Apparently, Keith had ingested alcohol with high doses of acetaminophen. Tylenol? Yeah. Which, in high doses, can really fuck up your Right, it can, yeah, mostly your liver. Yes, but with alcohol also going through your liver. It can exacerbate the situation and make you feel horrific. Make you pass out, I would imagine. Um, Before being strangled with his own shoelace. And then left on the side of uh, the I-5 freeway. Oh, the old I-5. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he was found alive, but died shortly after arriving at Mission Community Hospital. Yeah, they probably tried to pump his stomach, but... Probably. It was too far. Yeah. During autopsy, it was found that he had been tortured with a cigarette lighter on his left nipple. Yeah. I just yeah. <laughs> it's fucked. <clears throat> he really likes his cigarette. He really lighter. was awful. He was a really awful human. He still is. He's alive, unfortunately. Ew. Yeah. On September 28th, 1978, 20-year-old Richard Anthony Crosby was hitchhiking in Torrance. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Used to live there. He was just trying to get home from a theater. His body was found the next day a couple hundred yards north of Highway 71 in San Bernardino. Oh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Richard's left nipple had also been burned by a cigarette car's cigarette car's a car's cigarette lighter. <laughs> <laughs> And he was suffocated to death. Like, not not a laughing matter. Me fucking hers is laughing matter. Yeah. This is horrendous. Okay. November 18th, 1978 marked the last known kill of the year for Randy Kraft when the body of 21-year-old truck driver Michael Joseph Innerbyton was found. Michael had been castrated had burns similar to victim Mark Hall from two years prior. Mm. And, ah, what are you doing? There we go. Oh, gosh. Sorry, my thing just moved. Her thing. My iPad, like, scrolled. <laughs> that thing. Did you lose your spot? Shit. Okay, in got your, it. In your show notes? Oh, I got it. <laughs> um, okay, so he had a foreign object in his rectum. His COD was suffocation, and his body was found dumped alongside an on-ramp of Interstate 605. Right? Mm. Hold on. Do you hear that? What is happening? 
How do I stop that? Hold, please. <laughs> Siri interrupted us. She what? just wanted to talk. What the fuck? It's your witch's house. That was really creepy. Where's my broom? Somebody, <laughs> my secret Santa sent me the magic broomstick, so I'm going to sweep that shit away. Yes. Sweep that fucking Siri <laughs> Fuck Siri. Okay. Woo. So I keep wondering if Randy Kraft is responsible for more murderers than we could ever know. Probably. Especially during those huge stretches of time. I just yeah. really don't think that he would have stopped. Because he clearly enjoys this shit. And it's so uncommon that they stop like that. It is. And whenever we have a story where there's like years in between, we always wonder like, what, what was it? But I really, truly believe there were still murders happening in oh, between. For sure. There had to have been other victims. For sure. It, there, it's a compulsion. A well, serial killer has a compulsion. Yes. You can't just stop it. Right. But like, think about the area he was in and the fact that he often picked up sex workers. Right. It's he he picked very vulnerable people. Yes. Vulnerable people. Words are yes. hard. Yes. He was in California, yes. so heavily populated with and people that ran away from home constantly. Uh, yeah. I mean it was the 70s from all so, over the country. It's not like today where if you go missing in one hour in North Carolina, California already knows. Like it's Except not, if you don't. are a runaway person and nobody knows who the fuck you are, your family doesn't know where you are, you're living on the street. Like you don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows that you're gone except right. the other people who are around you who don't really know your real name. Yeah. That, so there's a lot of possibilities here that I'm like, mm -mm, there's no way he fucking stopped. And there were so many victims and bodies found with yes. no um, person found. Right. Unidentified. Yeah. They're still unidentified. And what if they were already decomposed so severely you couldn't fucking tell what happened to them? You can't see ligature marks when there's no tissue not left. unless it's like horrific and like nicks in your yeah bone, but, but that's yeah. rare you know so yeah anyway <clears throat> randy's next known murder victim wasn't until june 16th of 1979 that's what a whole freaking year later basically well yeah. like six months later seven months later donnie harold chrysal chrysal was a 20-year-old Marine. His body was tossed out of a moving vehicle on the fucking 405 freeway. Oh, gosh. It's like the main That's like the, Los Angeles the freeway. <laughs> it's oh. nuts. I mean, now it's like fucking five lanes each way. Maybe back then it wasn't. Yeah. But still, like, that was a heavily traveled freeway, even then, right. I'm sure um it, that and i can't even imagine trying to toss a body out of a moving vehicle vehicle you can't it's just not 
going to work. You've got to have someone else. Without swerving, without crashing. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Interestingly. The car is moving. Yeah, you're going to need help. You're going to need help. So his cause of death was said to be acute alcohol poisoning, but there were obvious signs he had been bound and tortured. Oh. So I'm going to assume that he just died before he could finish doing his full array of normal MO. Gotcha. I hope that he just died quick. Yeah. The dismembered remains of 21-year-old Keith Anthony Jackson were found on August 29th, 1979. The remains were found behind a 76 gas station in Long Beach. Inside trash bags and a cardboard box. Keith was a tourist who had just been visiting from England. Oh. Like, what a fucking nightmare vacation. That is terrible. Only his torso, head, and leg were ever, left leg, were ever recovered. And Randy's signature sock in the victim's rectum initially linked this victim to the other's. And of course, Randy entered this on his scorecard as either England or 76. Oh. There is another English tourist who went missing Mm -hmm. around when when Randy was actively killing. Uh So they think that this one might have been 76 and that one might be England. Oh, okay. Two weeks later, the body of 19-year-old Gregory Wallace Jolly was found in Lake Arrowhead. He had been castrated with his legs and head also being severed. Mm. Thank- thankfully, post-mortem. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. His belongings were found in Randy's home after his arrest. Idiot. I know. But, but good trophies he can't help himself i know i know fan yeah (sighs) gross on november 24th 1979 15 year old jeffrey sayre was returning home from a date with his girlfriend he was last seen at a bus stop in westminster it is believed that he was kidnapped and murdered by randy craft there was an entry on randy's scorecard that read quote westminster date Mm. which just gives me all of the fucking creeps like was he fucking following them probably probably uh 19 year old marine mark allen marsh's body was found close to the templin highway on february 18th 1980 he was decapitated and his hands had been severed from his body Mark was last seen hitchhiking towards Buena Park. Yeah. So during the summer of 1980, Randy Kraft went on an extended business trip near Portland, Oregon. Oh, so he went out of state. Yes. And, you know, he was like a computer programmer. So he would like probably go up and like set shit up for people. Right. I would imagine. Um, during this time, there were two murders that are believed to have been committed by Randy. 17-year-old Michael Sean O'Fallon from Denver 
had been on a solo hitchhiking trip through the U.S. and Canada. He had plans to go to college once he returned home. Sadly, he was killed on July 17th, 1980. And Michael's body was found 10 miles south of Salem, Oregon. Mm. He was nude and hogtied. It was found that he had ingested alcohol and Valium and was then strangled to death. And there was an entry on Randy's scorecard that read, quote, Portland, Denver. That investigators believe is Michael. Yeah. Later on, when Randy Kraft was caught, Michael's camera was actually found in Randy's garage. And they know it was his because it had his mom's initials inscribed on it. Was there any film in it, too? I have no idea. That would be interesting to probably see the last photos taken in it. Yeah. Oh, my God. What if there was like a picture of him with this fucking asshole? That would be tin shady. Yeah. The very next day, it is believed that Randy murdered a man between the ages of 35 and 45. His body was discarded alongside a freeway in Woodburn. He had ingested toxic amounts of Valium and Tylenol before being strangled to death. And Randy's scorecard had an entry that read, quote, Portland elk for this victim. Hmm. Yeah. Like from an elk's club? I have no idea. I wonder what the elk part meant. Or was it the town? I have no idea. They don't even know who this man was. That's sad. Yeah. So Randy went back home to California in August of 1980. About a month later, in early September, another Marine was found murdered and tied up, dumped in trash bags near the El Toro Marine Air Base. This Marine was 19-year-old Robert Loggins. Robert was last seen on August 23rd by two other Marines close to PCH, not sure where on PCH though. Yeah. That's a big ass fucking That's road. That's a long highway. Very long. <laughs> um, once Randy Kraft was arrested and searched, there were not just photographs, but also negatives to those photographs showing Robert Loggins' body in Randy's home, mm. fully clothed on Randy's couch. And there were others showing him completely naked in pornographic poses. Mm. all of which Robert was either intoxicated and passed out or he was already dead. His eyes were closed in every photo. So I'm, ass- right. I'm going to assume he was probably already fucking dead. Probably. Um, but we'll get deeper into that stuff mm-hmm. later. Okay. In part three, because yes, there are three parts. Because oh, there's just too much. Too yeah. much. I don't want to skip. Blah. Don't want to skip any of these victims because they are fucking important. Yes, they are. From the last day that he was seen until the time he was found, there was about a uh, a week to ten days. So it makes me kind of wonder how long Randy Kraft actually held on to him before dumping him. Yeah, that's interesting. Because and like sounds different think back than... to his first victim. He liked to torture and rape people while they were still alive. Alive. Before finalizing things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the next year, Randy Kraft was sent to Oregon again on another work trip 
Mm. It was April 1981, just so we don't get lost. Got to keep those dates going. Uh, A 17-year-old kid named Michael Cluck was hitchhiking from Washington to California when he went missing on April 9th, 1981. His body was found the next day off the I-5 freeway near Goshen, Oregon. His COD was blunt force trauma. Michael suffered 31 blows. What the fuck? Siri. Siri, calm. Wow, y'all. Fucking Siri took over the ball game. I just had to turn her off. I've never had her on before. I don't know why it was on. I'm guessing there was like an update that happened. It's probably that fucking update that made our pictures stacked on my end. Oh. Anyway. Siri's turned off now. Yeah, Siri doesn't need to talk to us about body parts. Did you hear all that? She was like, so anyway, sorry guys. Apparently she was listening. Okay. Weird. All right. That almost gave me a freaking heart attack there. (laughs) It was like right at a gnarly part too. Okay. Okay. Woo, 17-year-old Michael Cluck is where we are. Uh, Michael suffered 31 blows to the back of his head, but he was also raped, severely beaten, and tortured. It is believed that Randy's record of this victim was on his scorecard as, quote, Portland blood. Mm. Because as you can imagine, with that many blows to 30, the head, yeah, I there mean, was a lot of blood. All the, had to have been crushed. And in. you know how much the head bleeds so much even with just a nick it's like Like, cutting your finger it just bleeds a lot yeah gosh um yeah and wouldn't you know on the day michael's remains were found randy Kraft actually went to a local hospital for a bruised foot what a fucking wuss like he's a bruised foot like what a freaking tool bag i mean a bruised foot just heals itself put some fucking arnica on that shit and you go can't away. you can't fix feet really no you can tape them that's what are oh, they gonna do but- <laughs> yeah he probably honestly he probably went to so that he could get more um prescription drugs for pain yeah that makes sense i betcha i betcha he was uh something medicine shopping yeah probably drug shopping Ugh. Okay, Christopher Allen Williams was a 17-year-old sex worker just trying to make a buck to get by. Um, they all do. Yeah. Unfortunately, he was murdered. His body was found on August 20th, 1981, only partially clothed in the San Bernardino Mountains. And that seems to be one of his favorite places to take bodies. Hmm. During autopsy, it was found that he had actually ingested benzodiazepine and phenobarbital oh we're escalating our that's a fucking drug use cocktail dude <laughs> yeah both of those are gonna knock you on your ass yeah and then mixing them yeah Ugh. and the killer had stuffed tissue up into his nostrils so far that he actually choked to death on his own mucus mm. that's fucked up that's a horrible feeling yeah Oh God, not being able to breathe is scary. I know you know, you know, 
all too well yeah too many times do not give your girl dairy because she will end up not being able to breathe okay yikes apparently by this time in their lives randy Kraft and jeff selig had been having issues with each other oh relationship was relationship was on the rocks off again on again off again, on again, then fighting, and finally counseling starting in June of 1982. They went to counseling? Yes. Wow. Yes. And I kind of really think about, like, the brutality of some of his murders. Yeah. You know, I wonder if he lashed out more when he's Thank having trouble. partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Pretty fucked up. Okay, so 14-year-old Raymond Davis, just a baby, was last seen on June 17th, 1982 in Echo Park. And this sweet kid was just out searching for his fucking missing dog when he himself went missing. How old was he? 14. Oh. Just a baby. Sweet boy, that's terrible. Mm -hmm. July 21st, a 16-year-old boy named Robert Avila went missing. It was around this time that locals in Echo Park started making formal complaints about a a terrible stench coming from a specific direction toward the Hollywood freeway. Mm. And on July 29th, 1982 Caltrans crews began searching for the cause of the odor and one Caltrans employee found Raymond's decaying body dumped and poorly covered in soil and leaves near the off-ramp for Rampart Boulevard. His wrists were tied behind his back and he had been strangled with his own shoelace. Okay. Randy's scorecard had an entry that read quote dog Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 40 feet away, the same crew found uh, Robert Avila's body also pretty decomposed. Robert was strangled to death with a stereo speaker wire. Mm. Yeesh. I can't even imagine finding a fucking body like that. Oh, my God. Like, you don't ever forget that image it's forever no it's forever burned in your brain yeah okay so it wasn't until november 1st 1982 that Kraft for sure killed again although i'm sure he probably did kill before that Um, right these are just the known yeah on this day and a lot of these are not for sure known. right they're suspected suspected yeah um on this day a 24 year old man from modesto named arnie lane was seen hitchhiking in the direction of orange county to find work his body wasn't discovered until january of 1984 that's over a fucking year later wow (laughs) yeah when his remains were discovered they were all the way in ramona Hmm. dumped on a hillside Four weeks after Arnie Lane disappeared and unknowingly to anyone except the killer was murdered at that point, 
Um, a body was dumped from a moving vehicle on the I-5 freeway near Wilsonville, Oregon. This body was that of 26-year-old Brian Witcher. Autopsy showed he, ing he had ingested lots of Valium and alcohol, and his COD was asphyxiation. Mm. Do you want to guess where Randy Kraft was staying during that time? In Oregon. Yes. On a work trip. Another work trip. Oh, boy. Yeah. December 3rd, 1982, 29-year-old Anthony Jose Silvera went missing while hitchhiking toward Medford, Oregon. His remains were found two weeks later. He had been raped, had foreign objects in his body, and he was strangled. Mm. The day after his murder, Randy Kraft drove to Seattle to visit some friends for the day. And this is super creepy because Randy was seen by his friends wearing a military issue jacket with the name Silvera on it. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Hmm. Now, they, have, they, of course, had no idea that this was a huge clue yet. Right. Um, Randy only stayed in Seattle for that day. And on <clears throat> December 5th, he actually left Seattle by air, flying to Grand Rapids, Michigan for work. So we are now mm -hmm. in a different part of yeah. the country. You can imagine what Grand Rapids had happened while he was there, but uh, yeah. at least one murder. I'm going to tell you anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A couple of days after arriving in Grand Rapids, Randy Kraft attended a seminar at the Amway Grand Plaza Hotel. Mm -hmm. Amway. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anybody that doesn't know Amway, just look it up. <laughs> also in attendance were cousins, 20-year-old Christopher Schoenborn and 24-year-old Dennis Alt. The three men were seen talking to each other around midnight in the reception area of the hotel. Christopher and Dennis's bodies were found on December 9th, not far from the hotel. They had actually been dumped in an open field, mm. arranged in sexually suggestive poses. Both men had ingested alcohol and Valium before they were raped and murdered. Goodness. Dennis had died from asphyxiation and Christopher had been strangled with his own belt. And the guys who are listening, you might just want to skip ahead real quick. Um, Christopher also had a pen forcibly inserted into his urethra. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. The two cousins were on Randy's scorecard as, quote, GR2. Grand Rapids, too. Two. Yeah. So, before leaving Michigan to go back home, Randy actually left the military jacket with the name Silvera on it and a set of Christopher's keys in the hotel. Whoa. Yeah, but like it's so nobody was really like nobody was connecting. Yeah, things no easily was, back then. There wasn't like a central database where you difficult. could just type in like you know, this MO and find yeah. anything. So nowadays we can just Google that shit. Mm -hmm. December 8th, 1982, Randy Kraft traveled back to Portland. This same day, the fucking same day, 
he didn't waste any goddamn time. A nineteen, <laughs> like wow, Jesus Christ! A nineteen-year-old named Lance Tags was last seen hitchhiking to L.A. to visit a family member from Tigard, 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 Oregon. Hmm. Lance's body was discovered the next day in Clackamas, Clackamas County, Oregon. Clackamas. Clackamas. That's a hell of a name. It is. Um, as with so many of Randy's other victims, Lance had ingested alcohol and Valium in high doses. Mm. And his COD. Mm-hmm, his COD was suffocation from a sock that was forced into his trachea. Mm. Oh, my God. He had been dumped in a rural area alongside a road close to where Brian Witcher's body had also been discovered only two weeks prior. Okay, then. And it was around this time that the investigators involved in the Oregon murders began to put together their thoughts on the killer they were pursuing. They had come to the conclusion that the killer definitely lived out of state. Mm hmm. And I am so, so sorry to say it, but this is where we're going to stop for today. Sorry. Sorry, guys. And uh, next week, we're going to get into Randy's final murders and his capture. Good. I look forward to hearing it. He's a fool. I know Kristen doesn't have to wait at all. She gets to hear it like right now. All right. So until next time. Ta-ta. For now. Thanks for listening to Crime, Coffee, and Crafts. If you love our podcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. This helps us more than you know. If you really love us and want to support us, go to our website at www.crimecoffeeandcrafts.com. From there, you can join our Patreon, shop our merch, and find us on social media.